Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Diaries of a Homosexual. I'm your host, Christian Sigerson, and this week, we have two very special guests. You may know them from TikTok, where they have amassed over 900,000 followers, where they post funny and relatable heartwarming videos of them as an adorable couple, showcasing their beautiful relationship. You will get to hear all the details about their TikTok stardom, coming out stories, relationship, and they're also going to give you guys some really amazing advice. And there's also a very special announcement. I'm literally so excited for you to listen to this episode. Hope you're as excited as I was. Anyways, let's just start. Adam and Jeremy are joining us today on Diaries of a Homosexual. I'm so excited to have them here. We are going to get to learn all about them, their journey on TikTok, their relationship. Um, do you guys want to introduce yourselves a little bit and uh, tell us a little bit about what you do? I'm Jeremy. I'm Adam. What do we do? <laughs> a lot. Um, no, we've been on TikTok and I'm sure we're going to get into that a little bit. But yeah, we uh, live in North Carolina. Um, we've been together for it'll be 11 years in December. Uh, so 10 and a half years. Um, December 11th. Yep. So it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's who we are. That's where we're from. And, you know, we do a lot, but yeah, TikTok's, TikTok's our thing. Amazing. How did you two actually meet? We met online actually. Um, and we used to, it was kind of more taboo back then, but now I feel like a lot of people meet online, but yeah, we just started talking online and then we were doing Skype a lot. Um, <laughs> we actually dated long distance for like 10 months. Oh my um, gosh. We moved in together. Adam lived in Pennsylvania and I lived in Colorado. So it was just Skype dates all the time. Yeah. Did you ever think that you would get into a long distance relationship? Was that something you were interested in? Not necessarily. I didn't really think about it, to be honest with you. It wasn't something I was against, but it wasn't just, really on our radar. Like when we met, like I, you know, he was in college and I was working and living in Pennsylvania. And it, like he said, we met online and it was just kind of, kind of was like an accident. Um, you know, neither one of us was really looking. And then uh, like Jeremy said, we dated for like 10 months long distance. And in a way it was good. I, I think, I think it was really good because it gave us the opportunity to really get to know each other. It sucked. It absolutely sucked. It really <laughs> yeah. sucked. Being away from your partner for that long and it must have been so hard when did you two originally come out and were your coming out experiences similar no no they were totally different i'll go i like i came out uh when i was in college uh it was my last year in college uh i went to school in north carolina and i was like i I mean i knew i was gay a long time before that obviously Um, yeah but as far as coming out i uh I was on the wrestling team in college. I was an athlete and I came from a very conservative family. So my, my coming out story is a little different than Jeremy's. Um, mine wasn't the best experience. I, I love my parents. They're awesome. We've, you know, uh, we've buried the hatchet, I guess you would say, and things are better today, but there was a long period of time uh, that things weren't okay. Uh, so when I came out, uh, there was a period of time where we didn't, I didn't talk to my family and didn't have them in my life. And it was, it was really tough. So I can relate. We get a lot of messages on TikTok from people who have either come out or are seeking advice on how to come out. And, you know, that's a place that's special, you know, to both of us, but especially to me, just because of the experience I had and how, you know, difficult it was, but um, his coming out experience was a lot different than mine. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank God. My family was 
really great. Um, the family I did tell, I'm probably the wrong person to ask about coming out because okay. at that time I really, and still now to this day, I really don't think people should have to come out. So that was like a big deal for me at that time. It felt really, I was always like really far away from my family. Like I, long story short, my dad got custody of me and we moved to Colorado and I had no other family. So if I wanted to come out, I would have to call somebody up and like have that awkward conversation over the phone. So I really only actually came out to my dad and my stepmom and then my biological mom and my sister and didn't come out to anybody else. I just started living that way um, and then kind of allowed people to just see. Yeah, kind of figure it out on their own. Um, And I think that's how it should be, honestly, but I don't know. No, I was going to say like that. I admire Jeremy a lot. Like, cause when he came out shortly after we started dating, uh, we started dating. And then I think that's kind of what I'm not going to speak for you, but that's kind of what led to him coming out. Yeah. I mean, I was getting ready to move across the country to live <laughs> with him. So I was like, <laughs> I should a- probably let somebody know. <laughs> <laughs> and, so. uh, but I admire that because I do think, and there's validity to both. I think coming out such a personal thing. And that's normally the advice that we give people is that it is a personal decision that you got to do when you're ready. Even when we started dating and he wasn't out, I was, you know, I probably too many times he probably got sick of it, but I, I just wanted to make sure he was coming out for the right reasons. Like I wanted to make sure that he was ready. And um, just because of my experience and how traumatic it was, um, you know, I, I didn't know his parents at the time. They're absolutely incredible people um, and they're extremely supportive. Um, But I didn't know them at the time. So I was hesitant to like encourage him to come out. Um, But he's right. Like, I do think that hopefully we can live in a society someday where you can not have to come out where it's not, it's not a thing. You know, people don't come up to you and say, Hey, I'm straight, you know, like you look at it, you know, but I also get for me, like when I came out, it was so important that I did it because it kind of took that weight off my shoulders. Like I felt freedom, even though I was, even though it didn't go the way I wanted, it was still, there was that freedom. So I do get that too. Like, you know, that process for individuals of coming out. So I think it's just up to each person, you know? Yeah. And has the amount of people that have reached out to you ever maybe scared you a little bit, maybe feeling like you aren't qualified to give the advice or did that excite you? (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Well, I, for myself, like I get messages on Instagram and TikTok all the time from people asking for advice and it's like, you know, everybody's different. Everybody's situation is different. So I, you know, I can relate that to my own life, but I don't know what the best advice to give to that person would be. So a lot of the times I worry about saying anything too specific to people, but we do get a lot of people asking for advice. Which is sweet. I mean, listen, like we, part of like this whole TikTok thing as we've kind of progressed through it has been, you know, the amazing messages that we've gotten, um, the message letter, amazing letters that we get. I cry at every everything i'm just a i'm oh. just a sappy dude i literally like will cry watching like every kiss begins with k commercials like i start sobbing like yeah i'm just that's who i am but um i love opening the mail that we get because people really pour their hearts out to you and yeah you, you definitely feel like very unqualified to do it you know normally it's just you know telling them you know basically what i said just you know you have to do you you have to be, come out when you're ready and you know 
nobody should force you or make you make that decision until you are, but you're, yeah, we're definitely, definitely feel very underqualified to give advice. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely yeah. what I tell people too, is that coming out is not about anybody else. It's about you. So yeah. whatever is going to make you happy doing that, that's what you need to do. That's kind of what I did. So I guess that's the advice I would give. Yeah. I mean, you guys are just such like a positive example for people to see, especially young gay people to have someone that they can look to. I love that. You said young. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> young, I love yeah, that. Just, yeah, all gay people. <laughs> they, can just, they can all just look up to you and just see an example of a positive relationship, which I feel like a lot of people, at least from my experience, just don't always get and don't always see. And so to see that on the internet is just such an amazing thing. And obviously you guys have grown, grown quite a following. Um, but how did that all start? How did you guys get into TikTok? Well, so I really started it um, in the beginning and it was just, I started it during the beginning of quarantine for COVID. So I had a lot of free time. So, um, you know, that was right around the time people started really, you know, talking about TikTok. I remember around that time it was like, you know, it was a kid's app, but really, you know, there was a lot of different kinds of people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just started making dumb little videos. Um, and then there was finally one video where I, <laughs> I had him in it and it like started to like do kind of well. And we were just looking at it like, what? Like we- It blew us away. We were yeah, like, <laughs> like up until that point, I was making videos and they were maybe getting like a thousand views. Like that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we are watching as this video, the first video he was in and we posted it and it got like 12,000 views in like a few hours. And we were like, wow. flabbergasted. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it was just a fun thing that we just started doing because it's just entertaining. I like making content. That's, it's just fun. He's, he's like the brains behind all of it. He does all of the creation. I just like, and I just stand there and tell him, to, he tells me what to do, but, um, but no, it was like he said, you know, he started it during quarantine and we really had no intentions of even trying to make it anything like it was that was never the intention. So um, when we did that one video, is that the kissing videos that you're talking about? No, uh, I'll show you later. OK, <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, but then he did another video and, it, and that, that one went viral. And that was kind of the, the thing, it, you know, that's when it took off, I guess. But um, yeah. But yeah, there was never any intention of us trying to like grow. That was never the goal, right? So, yeah. And when did what did it feel like when you guys actually started consistently getting over, you know, twelve thousand views? Crazy, um, absolutely nuts. I mean, we just, I don't know. We had like a few like really viral videos <laughs> that like kept like propping up all of our other content so it was just crazy to watch I mean I I've never seen anything like it it was very weird it didn't feel didn't feel right (laughs) (laughs) and what do you guys feel like about you that made people feel like they wanted to follow you that's a good question I don't know like somebody asked me one time like what's the best compliment we've ever got I I think because we're relatable, like we try to keep it like, you know, in the context of like a relationship, anyone who's been in any type of relationship, whether it's, you know, a long term serious relationship or, you know, just dating it, you know, there's a lot of funny stuff that happens like in a relationship and being able to highlight that and stuff like that. 
Can we pause that? That somebody's ringing our doorbell. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that is okay. Really yeah. Car on. I left my car on. It was running. <laughs> our neighbor was like, "I think the car's on." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "It's like running." And I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> you were just in a rush to get here, I guess. <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh yeah. So initially, when you guys started really taking off. Obviously, you guys did receive a lot of criticism for the age gap. How did you handle that? How did it affect you guys? Um, <laughs> probably didn't handle it in the best way. <laughs> um, well, I shouldn't say that. So when we had posted that first video and then subsequent videos after that, we were getting a lot of comments about our age gap and how Adam looks older than me. And, you know, a lot of is that your dad? and um, you know, that didn't like, I, I kind of thought it was more funny than like being truly offended by it. We were actually kind of surprised by that. Like we didn't <laughs> get that in our normal everyday life. So when we started putting ourselves out there on the internet, you know, people will type whatever they want about you and they have no worries about posting it. So, you know, when we started seeing that, um, <laughs> I maybe decided to I like to take people's jokes about me and then turn them into my own jokes because it takes a lot of the power out of it. Um, and that was kind of the way I looked at it, which maybe wasn't the best idea, but no. we kind of posted, <laughs> kind of posted like a sarcastic, like, you did. We yeah, did. this is my bad. Like I was clearly being sarcastic and that kind of looked <laughs> up and then it kind of made it even worse. <laughs> so it kind of just snowballed but it yeah. like you said we don't get it well i feel like we've gotten it more since the tiktok thing but we never we didn't get it a lot like we don't we've not in our personal lives and not when we're out in public and stuff so it was kind of you know it, i guess we were offended a little bit but then I, stuff like that doesn't bother me like that doesn't you know I, I it's the internet and to me i've always kind of had the attitude that we know who we are like we're very you know proud of our relationship we've been together like i said 10 years and we joke that's like 50 years and gay years so basically (laughs) so yeah it didn't bother me but yeah jeremy at at first i think some of the videos they were funny that you did but they probably weren't the best way to handle it so yeah i mean i think (laughs) i decided to take it kind of lightheartedly i don't think a lot of people realize that we're a lot closer in age than we look Mm -hmm. um we're only 11 years apart. He's a, we're both millennials, technically. Like he's on the, he's right on the edge, but he's I was a so excited to find out I was a millennial. I and was like, right. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just a joke to me, like that people thought that way. So yeah. we kind of made it our own joke. Why do you think it was such like a huge deal to people? I think they look for anything to be a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. anytime people see it, you know, something different or they don't understand or whatever, they, they tend to lash out. Um, you know, I think that for me, it would always been like, when people do that, I just, in my head, I'm like, either they're young and they don't know what they're talking about, or they, there's something going on with their own life that they would sit behind a, you know, phone and say awful things about people. Um, so that always kind of just, you know, eased it, but I, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what brings some of the people that leave comments on our videos to say some. <laughs> some of it's funny. Thing. Like even the mean hearted ones, some of it we just laugh. Yeah. Funny. Like, yeah. You can't take it too seriously. Uh-huh. I feel like anyone who is doing anything in the public eye, like if you have that ego or that thought of like, 
oh, this is mean. Like they're coming for me. You're never going to be able to handle it. Like it won't, you can't sustain a career on that at all. You have to have thick skin for sure. Yeah. How do you guys think you kind of form that thick skin? Like, did it, like, where does your sense of humor come from? I've always been goofy. The funny thing about it is I'm older than he is, but I'm less mature by a long shot. Like I'm the goofy, fun one. Like, not that you're not fun. I love you, but I'm right. Like I'm the one who's always like doing stupid stuff and acting crazy and stuff like that. But so that's kind of just who we are. Like what you see on TikTok is really, that's about as genuine as it gets. Like, you know, that's not an act. (laughs) So what do you think? I mean, I don't know. Uh, over time, when you start reading the same thing over and over, like people need to start being a little more original, to be honest with you, because it's like, <laughs> yeah, it starts to not cut as deep when it's like the same thing every every day. So I don't know. I think just over time, you really learn that those people, whatever their opinions, it, it doesn't really matter. That's not really who we are. Right. Um, and they don't know us. So it's really hard for them to really judge us that much. Has anyone ever kind of come at you for thinking that like the relationship is staged, you know, or anything like that with all of these fake online relationships now? Yeah, we get staged and then we get like the whole sugar daddy thing, um, which is hysterical to us because once again, if you know us, he's got a really good job. (laughs) So he's got a really, so we joke, I'm the sugar daddy. Um, But uh, (laughs) No, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of that, but um, I mean, it's funny for us because it's like, we know who we are. We know how long we've been together. I mean, we've literally been together for 10 years. Like, so for somebody to, for somebody to say that it's like staged or like anything like that, it's just kind of, it's laughable to us because we know, Um, you know, these people have gotten kind of a window into our lives for the last couple of years but they don't, you did they, a don't video. they don't know all our history. So you, you did a video. It was a while ago. It was like maybe even a year ago, but you did a video kind of talking about that. They're not necessarily like it being staged, but people just being ugly. Right. And just mm-hmm. saying things and, you know, making assumptions about our relationship that aren't true. And you kind of addressed it and, you know, talked about how like we've built a life together. Like when we started dating, you know, we truly didn't have much, like we worked really hard for everything that we've got. So when you see comments about people that are like, you know, judging us or, you know, being mean, you do kind of just have to laugh it off because it goes back to like knowing who you are. Right. And, you know, being comfortable in your own skin. So. Did you guys ever feel like TikTok put pressure on the relationship? Not really. I mean, I don't know. What about you? No, I don't think so. I, I, we don't take it too serious. I think that's the other part of it. Um, and I know there's a lot of people like they go and listen, it's fun. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to minimize it at all. Like it is fun. Like it's, it's really cool to get a ton of views on videos that you, you know, do and things like that. And the attention is cool. Like that's awesome. But it was, I think it goes back to, it was like never our thing. Like it was never what we were trying to accomplish. So we don't, we don't allow the pressure of each video. The one thing I will say about that, and you'll agree with this, is that have you ever done a video where you're like, it's going to be awesome. It's going to do so good, right? And you're convinced and you put all this effort into it and you're like, you know, doing all this stuff and then you post it and it just goes, right? It just fails. That's frustrating. That's really frustrating. But but no, other than that, I I don't think so. I don't think it's 
had an effect on our relationship. It's always the videos that you never expect to blow up that always do. Like the moment I don't care or I like don't like what I'm posting and I'm like, oh, I'll post it anyway. It just does amazingly well. And I'm like, well, I guess I don't know the algorithm. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've always found that it's the ones that you just actually have do for fun that those tend to be the most relatable or the ones that people like the most. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think people can just tell like which ones are actually genuine as well. And if they are genuine, then they just relate to them a little bit more. Yeah. Um, But with your large following, does it ever scare you to like lose followers or be canceled? Definitely living during cancel culture, (laughs) you have to be a little more, I mean, we don't really find that to be an issue. Like we don't, other than, you know, our age gap, we don't find ourselves to be really all that controversial. We try Um, to stay very, like, we try to be very like family oriented, like non-controversial, salacious, like, I mean, that's who we are, but yeah, I mean. So, I don't get canceled. I mean, as far as like losing followers and stuff, I mean, I would think back to a couple years ago. I only had like you know, eight hundred followers on Instagram. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta kind of have to take it all into account. Like, we're doing okay. We're not. I'm not worried about losing a follower. Yeah, and you gotta put it in perspective. We we do this often, like where we'll once again we'll do a video that we think is gonna do well, and it doesn't. It flops, right? And you know, flopping can mean like 60,000 views. Right. And we're like, all right, perspective, like (laughs) 60, that's really good. That's 60,000 people. Right. Exactly. Where we're like, you know, are you you just, you get accustomed to certain things and it's like, okay, you got to re, you know, set the bar. Like, okay, this is, you know, 60,000 is really good, even though it doesn't feel like it did well, you know? Does it ever feel hard to kind of associate those numbers and analytics with actual people? Yeah, yeah was, it's really funny. There was one time we went to a college football game, I think, and the we found out the, the stadium sat 80,000 people or something like that. And Adam made the comment. He was like, just look at this stadium. And I was like, well, you know, okay, it's a stadium. And he was like, we had more people watch our last video than are in this stadium. <laughs> it put it in a Just, perspective. Like I was like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely like when you put it in perspective, because you're right. It, at some point it just becomes numbers, right? Like, yeah. you know, whatever, like 500,000, 100,000, whatever. But when you have, when you put it in perspective and you think about it, it's really crazy. Like it's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, it's kind of scary, I guess. <laughs> but your following is literally larger than the population of most cities. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't get it, but we're grateful. We're very grateful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys ever get recognized in public? Um, we have a few times. Yeah. Not like a ton. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe once every couple months or something like or at least that we know of like we'll like go out to dinner or something and then come back home and we'll get messages adam thinks he gets recognized everywhere i go they all i'll be we'll just be walking he'll be like they just recognize they did did. (laughs) you see them like taking secret photos of you and things like that yeah they're like giggling behind us and stuff but no i mean it's happened a couple times but it's fun i once again that's a whole that's just so weird like that's just so weird to us like even to this day like it's just for me at least it's weird it is good (laughs) 
have you guys ever had like negative interactions with fans followers um never face to face not face to face people people say whatever they want in the comments but oh yeah behind the screen nobody's ballsy enough to say it to our face just yet yeah (laughs) the people that have like come up to us in public and if you see us in public come say hi like we it is like we do like to meet people um but um they've all been incredibly sweet like absolutely sweet like i mean you know yeah it's been nothing but positive when it comes to like seeing our followers out in public and stuff like that we've been lucky you know do you have like a favorite interaction or one that you really remember that was super memorable i don't know was it the first one at all garden i think that was the one because it was the first time it was like the very first time yeah, it happened and we were it wasn't even on our radar we were just eating dinner at all garden chilling and uh the waiter recognized us. And then as we were leaving, asked to get a picture with us. That, and it was just cool because it was the first time. Like that was like, you know, to have somebody want to get a picture with you because of funny videos you post, it was cool. So probably that one, I'm trying to think of the other ones, but. Yeah, that was really cool. He was, just, we were like sitting there and we gave him our drink order. And he was like, you know, when somebody's looking at you just slightly too long, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was just, and I could tell there was something weird. And then he came back with our drinks and he was like, hey, by the way, I love <laughs> you guys' TikTok and I love you. And I was like, okay, that's why. But yeah, he was really sweet. He was, that was, he was very sweet. And, uh, but yeah, no, they've all been really positive. We, we have awesome followers. I mean, th- there's jerks, but for the most part, people are really cool. You mentioned that you guys get mail, like physical mail. Yep. What's yeah, like kind of in that? we've gotten some really cool stuff remember all that like candy people sent us from like i forget the country i'm gonna mess it up oh in europe somewhere yeah some people send us like their favorite snacks from their part of the world it's really cool we got one from canada um there was like one other one it was like in europe somewhere i can't remember the name of the country but it was really there are some really weird snacks there's in canada you're in canada right? yeah i am we have like there was we have weird. crickets and stuff and lollipops yeah crickets and lollipops crickets yeah like- there's also like worms and lollipops ants and lollipops just bugs and lollipops um beaver tails which aren't actual beaver tails but so good right they're amazing. <laughs> so wait they, they there's like lollipops with bugs in them that's a the thing yeah like it's not super common but it's like like you can find one in pretty much every city. It's pretty common. And then there's like bagged milk too. Do you eat them? Yeah. Are they good? I've had one. I can't get past the fact that it's an insect. Um, (laughs) So I got to the insect and then I threw it out, but the lollipop was good. So that's interesting, but yeah, it was worth it. The the cool stuff that we get in in the mail are the letters. Like, uh, for our birthdays we got a bunch of stuff and you know really sweet things but just the letters of people sharing their story whether it's like other age gap relationships or like we said earlier people coming out or it's just like when you read something you can tell they put their heart into it like that that's cool i mean that's that's what it's about like that's better than like going viral or whatever because it feels like you really are like you know talking to people you know what i mean like it's it's you're building like a wider community right yeah right yeah, and so- like with such a wide community, I'm assuming you get quite a lot of messages. Do you feel pressured to like respond to all of them and reply and give thoughtful responses all of the time? 
it's hard sometimes to do it with every single one. I have, <laughs> I have sent a lot of like really, because some people have sent some really like deep personal, like touching things. Um, and for those ones, I, like I, I feel like I want to respond to those ones um, just because you can tell somebody like really put a lot of emotion into something that they're sending to you. So, so yeah, there has been some really heartfelt ones that I've responded to, but not, I haven't responded to every single one. I'm no. some of them are not the best. So yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you get that too. Like, you know, I've gotten a few and <laughs> they're a little I, scary. I wanna, not going to lie. A lot I had to what block people think people. When they're it. Yeah. It's like, I don't get it, but Hey, whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, so would you say that like the fans and stuff, like, are they what keep you posting or is it just the pure joy of creating content? I personally, I really just enjoy making content. Um, I think I would keep doing it even if I had 900 followers, you know? So yeah, I think I would just continue to make content even if I didn't have a following. We Although have, having a following is really cool too. It is cool. Um, we have we have a lot of fun doing it. It's something for us to do. Like like we said, a lot of people kind of started TikToking during COVID because you didn't really have anything else to do. Um, no, exactly. You know, and it, it it's just fun to make the content, right? It, like we just have a good time goofing off and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like if all the followers left tomorrow, I feel like we'd still probably make content just because it's fun, you know? Yeah. What's next for you guys? Like what's coming up? Any big plans? We want to get married. We're getting married soon. Oh my Stay gosh. Cool. Like very soon. Yeah. Yeah. COVID kind of messed that up for a while um, mm -hmm. as far as just like having an event. Um, and then we've just been kind of really bad and procrastinating. So <laughs> we work a lot. We're like, going to be doing that. Yeah, <laughs> our real jobs. Cause I know like we've had issues like scheduling this just cause like we, like I just got back from on the road today, um, like a couple hours ago. So like we travel a lot for work, we work a lot. So it's been hard. Um, one of the goals that we have, we haven't started it yet, but we want to, we want to open a nonprofit, um, for LGBTQ youth, um, in some way, shape or form. Uh, one of the things that this whole experience has taught us is that, you know, even with the small, small microphone that we have, you can really do a lot of good stuff. Um, and that's kind of always been our passion. So, um, so yeah, stay tuned for more on that. Cause I think that's going to be like our next big thing that we do is try to leverage, you know, whatever followers we have to try to, you know, help people and do stuff like that. So we'll see. I mean, yeah, you guys can definitely create real change, like seriously. Yeah, well, I was gonna say we live we live in the South, and a lot of people around here are are great and they're accepting. But there's a lot of the opposite, and I don't think there's a lot of resources, especially in you know certain parts of the country, yeah. for LGBT youth. And that is something that we'd love to focus on, highlight what is out there as far as you know resources for LGBT people, and then create more if we're able to. So yeah, want to do something positive. Like I said, I was lucky when I when I had my experience of coming out that wasn't the best, you know, the best, I was blessed to have people in my life who helped me get through that and helped take me through that. But not everybody has that. Um, I would argue probably a majority of people don't have that. So if we can provide resources for those individuals who, you know, uh, need certain things, then that's more important than anything, any funny video that we're going to post on TikTok. So, you know, that's kind of where our hearts are. Yeah. And have you guys ever experienced homophobia together just outside walking around? 
I'm sure maybe back, nothing memorable. Um, maybe. I mean, everybody just thinks he's my dad. So I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't even now we've gotten that a lot. Like, <laughs> do you want to hear? No, I won't tell those stories, but no, like we get the, like, we do get the dad thing from time to time where people are like, you know, how old your son and all this stuff. It never used to bother me in public, but yeah, it's whatever we, but no, we don't get any homophobia. We've been lucky in that regard. I asked some people to write in a few questions and this person wants to know, have you ever used your following to get you into somewhere? We should. <laughs> you should. You totally you should. should. Try that. Go to some like LA party, just show your following right. and you'll just walk <laughs> on right in. We're missing the boat. Maybe we should. No, we haven't. I mean, like I said, we live in the South, so we don't really have much clout around here as far yeah. as I mean, and that's the cool thing. Like we do, we do. We live in a small town in North Carolina. And so, you know, we don't, it's going to make it sound really bad. We don't like go to clubs and like, oh, that's just never been who we are. So we don't really probably leverage like what we have going on that much, but um, maybe we should, maybe, maybe we should start doing that. That's a good question. And then advice for coming out to homophobic parents. Mm. I think this is something that a lot of people can probably, ho- I mean, hopefully not, but are yeah. probably struggling with or have struggled with. So these are the kinds of ones where they ask for advice and I'm not sure what to say. Because um, my experience, you know, I had I had a really good experience as far as coming out. So it's so hard for me to say, well, you should do A, B, and C. Um, because I never dealt with that. I think that you might have a little more experience. Yeah, I mean, I always, my experience, which wasn't necessarily the best, I always tell people there's just a few things that you really need to kind of make sure of before you do it. One is that you're coming out for the right reasons, right? Um, that you're, you're coming out because you're ready, um, not because your friends want you to or a boyfriend's asking you to, or, you know, there's a million reasons I suppose that uh, there could be for coming out. Um, but you know, make sure that you're ready emotionally. If you're in a situation where you feel like maybe it won't go the best way. Um, and I mean, I knew when I came out that it probably wasn't going to go very well. Right. Um, you know, prepare yourself, make sure that you have a support system around you, um, whether it's other family members or friends or people that can be there for you um, when you need them. Um, because, you know, I think it's really easy when you're going through that to feel like you're all alone. Um, so making sure that you have that support systems, you know, the right thing. And then, you know, the last piece of advice I always give is just, you know, at the end of the day, you just need to be you, right. Um, no matter what other people think, whether it's your parents, whether it's people online, whether it's, you know, uh, friends, if you love who you are, you can get through anything. And when you feel like, you know, you're alone, you're not. Um, you know, I think a lot of times it's very easy to feel alone, especially being gay growing up, right? Um, you, for most of us, you live your whole life hiding who you are. Um, and there's a lot of freedom in coming out. Um, but it, it, you know, it can be dangerous. It can be scary. Um, so making sure that you have the support system, you're doing it for the right reasons, and just staying true to who you are um, and knowing that, you know, you're special, regardless of what anyone else thinks, uh, whether it's your parents or your, your, your friends, um, just own that. Um, and it gives you a lot of power. It gives you a lot of power. Yeah. And what I would say too is that um, it may not go as well as you might hope. It may not. Um, and you just have to remember that even though you have your actual biological family, you also in life can have a chosen family. 
And when you come out, even if you're not out, you already have a family. This whole community already loves you. So, you know, you have people there that are going to catch you if you fall. So it's scary and it sucks, but you're going to be okay. Yeah. It gets better. There's a whole campaign on that, right? (laughs) It does get better. It It gets better. Especially after high school. Yes. Oh, that's the worst. Yep. Well, thank you guys so, so much for um, being here today and doing this. I'm sure that so many people are going to listen to this and genuinely like you're going to help them. So thank you so much. And I was really interested to learn more about you guys kind of selfishly because I've been (laughs) following you for a while. So it's nice to hear and meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, this was fun. And like I said, we love what you're doing. You're doing a great job and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. So keep up, keep keep up up the the good work. work. Good luck in college. Thank you. (laughs) August. That's that's so exciting. That's so exciting. So that's awesome. You guys, they were literally the nicest people ever. I love them even more now. Like they were so real and genuine. And I really, really hope that listening to this week's episode, you learned as much as me. You found it interesting. And I am definitely going to be taking some of that advice. Hopefully it helped you. It would have helped me a long time ago. But I think it's so amazing that they are on TikTok and they have a platform because they genuinely deserve it. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Please go review the podcast, K on Spotify. Click that five stars. It's really not that hard. It's not going to waste your time. Just, just go do it. Anyways, follow me on Instagram at Diaries of a Homosexual, TikTok at Diaries of a Homosexual. Feel free to DM me. I freaking love when you guys send me DMs. It makes my day. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Bye, homos.